Dropbit Gaming Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast! Yay! Yay! We're excited, obviously, yeah. because this is the E3 2021 Extravaganza! There you go. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I tried before and now my throat's sore. <laughs> so, so precious after 10 years. <laughs> exactly. So yes, this is uh, an episode where we're going to talk about a couple of reviews. We're going to then go through some of the bullshit that's coming out of E3. Yeah, it's mm. a weird one. Yeah, and again, we didn't get to go. <laughs> we didn't even watch it no, live. I didn't even yeah, watch it. I don't have time to watch. I watched them, but like, I actually I turned thirty six in two days, yes, and he does. I. Uh, just cannot be fucked waking up at three o'clock to watch Phil Spencer be a fucking big noter. <laughs> so you watched it delayed? Yeah, I just watched it. That way I can yeah. skip through. Yeah, fair Like enough. I put on, what? when did I skip through? Um, oh, it was the Xbox presentation. Oh, I yeah. got up to Sea of Thieves. They've got a collaboration with Disney. Oh. So they've got a new expansion being added in. This is a little bit of a sneak peek Exclusive. into the E3 discussion later. Yeah. Um, they've got a collaboration with Disney to put in a Pirates of the Caribbean original story. And so it's got like Jack Sparrow yep. and stuff like that. Whatever. And some other people from that yeah. show. Yeah. But I was like, oh, awesome. Sea of Thieves. Fast forward, fast forward, fast forward. Sea of Thieves. Fast forward, fast forward. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the upside of not getting, I mean, the other upside of not getting up at 3 a.m. <laughs> to watch that. You can skip through the garbage. Sea of Thieves. Yeah. Yeah. Fair so, enough. Anyway, but first we've got um, we're a little bit backlogged on reviews. reviews so we've yeah. got to punch so, out a couple of them before we dive into the E3. So in the stuff. last episode, we talked briefly about the Mass Effect Legendary Edition. We sure did. And I'd finished the first one. Yep. And I just started the second one. Yeah. Um, I think you'd only just. I was about not halfway quite, through. Yeah, I was halfway through. I think the first number one. one. Yeah. So, so I still haven't played any more. <laughs> um, there's something about number two, like I, maybe just punching through number one so quickly just yeah. kind of made me go. Mah. Number two is probably the best out of the series, I reckon, because it it ditches a lot of the garbage from yeah. ME one, mm. um, and then ME like Mass Effect three is really action packed and stuff. I'm yeah. still only halfway through Mass Effect two because mm. I stopped to play Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. And, you know, have a life. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, so, well, you haven't played any more of it. No. no. You don't like Mass Effect. You're a um, I don't hater. mind Mass Effect. Like, it, it's not that I hate the game, You've, but I just well, kind that's of... that's not what you said before we started. <laughs> <laughs> Let me lie on air, I told you. Um, you said aliens, schmaliens. <laughs> Killing contempt. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. Thanks. Yeah, I was working on it. Um, <laughs> you've just been working on your, what are they, Hannah? No, Elcor. Yeah. The El, you've been working it's on just, your Elcor impersonation. Yeah, just, just their expressions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Unbridled happiness. <laughs> this game was okay. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> well, I've been playing Mass Effect 2. I finished Mass Effect 1 completely. Got mm -hmm. that platinum. Uh, so that's good. Yeah. 
There's three Platinums rolled into one game, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. That helps. Um, so as we know, it combines all three of the mainline Mass Effect games and all their DLC. Yep. No Mass Effect Andromeda, for mm-hmm. those of you who want to play that, which is not many, no, presumably. Probably not. Um, they remastered all the games and brought all the controls in line. So, I mean, we talked about this a little bit yeah. last episode, but yeah. I'm just going to run through it. It still anyway. does feel like an old game to yeah. play. It's yeah. definitely... Mass Effect 1 in particular is really dated. Yeah. And I feel like they should have done what they did with... What 2K did with Mafia, which was mm. a full remake of the first game. hmm But I imagine that'd be a shitload of work. And they are working on Mass Effect 4, so... It did deserve it. Yeah. Like, you'd think so. Mm. But EA probably just prefer the quick buck. Yeah, well, you, they, they couldn't sell any loot boxes for it. <laughs> So yeah, why, exactly. why bother spending any money on it? Yeah. Basically. Yeah, so um, it's got all the DLC, which is good because I didn't play a lot of the DLC. But it's it's good because... So Mass Effect 1 obviously was the biggest sort of polished job mm. of all three because yeah. it was the furthest... Like, I don't know. It was uh, would have been the biggest update. Yeah, yeah, because it was the first one and it was really like a test of the sort of idea mm. i guess yeah you know if you look back at assassin's creed 1 the first assassin's creed like i feel like they will never remaster that they've got to remake it because it was like a shit show by today modern standards just yeah. completely garbage mm. <laughs> pretty much but it set the tone and whatever set the world yeah so that's mass effect one's not quite as garbage as assassin's creed <laughs> 1 but um, it set up the world and everything. But in terms of um, yeah, needing to, the remaster, like it was, mm. you know, most of the texture updates and lighting and stuff is it's most noticeable in the first one because yeah. that's where the biggest difference is. And then they changed the controls to bring all three games in line so you can play them all back to back because originally they were different. Yeah, they did change. They changed yeah. as the games went on. So they've brought them all in line with each other. But again, by modern standards, the controls are still pretty clunky. Yeah. And Well, it seems like they brought them in line with Mass Effect 1, which is an interesting <laughs> concept. <laughs> I don't know. Because I don't... It's been a really long time yeah, since I played them originally. But um, yeah, they do feel rough and it feels outdated, the yeah. controls. Yeah, alone. Yeah. And there's a lot of times where... So in the first one you could crouch behind stuff but like the difference between Mass Effect 1 and 2 with crouching and then like jumping over stuff mm-hmm. in Mass Effect 1 you can't jump on a box yeah. with your weapon drawn you have to put your gun away and then you can climb up on the box and then yeah. you pull your gun out mm-hmm. whereas Mass Effect 2 you can have your gun out and then accidentally jump over the, the oh, thing yeah, cool. you know, which is not great on insanity difficulty because no. then you're like oh I'm in the open exactly great where'd that box go um, so there's a few things like that that are a bit niggly, but overall I'm super fucking happy to be playing it again because the story in the game universe, which is the draw card for the series, um, are really still brilliant. And that hasn't you did go faded. into that a lot last yeah. week or last so, episode. Yeah, that hasn't faded with time. It's still yeah. just as like, just yeah. Listen to the last episode to hear me gushing about it, but yeah. I just love wandering around and experiencing that universe that there's, they've built. There's a lot of depth that they built. Yeah. yeah. And realistically, if um, Skyrim in space wants to be any fucking good, I mean, I assume it's going to be mostly just humans, mm. but if they're going to put 
aliens and stuff into it, which would be cool, yeah. then I would definitely be using Mass Effect as the benchmark sort of benchmark because yeah. yeah, it's just excellent. So yeah. um, rather than go too much further into it, we can just cut it there. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. happy. I reckon four out of five. I reckon four out of five. It's got yeah. a lot of nostalgia. It's it's great to feel that again. Yeah, um, and I think it's great for people who haven't played it before, except that you have to start with Mass Effect One, yeah. which is a real even remastered. It's still a hurdle. Yeah, it is to get yeah. into the good stuff. Mm. So that's a but little worth bit. it. But again, if they'd have just remade it, but then mm. again, maybe PS Six, Xbox Series Z three five. Who knows? You know, they go, yeah. hey, let's release all the old games again that we've been doing every year for the last <laughs> 20 years. Yeah, I'll be so impressed with that. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm such a fan. And I'll be there like, I remember when I was asking for this before anyone else. <laughs> and then my, my so. grandkids will be like, shut up, old man. Exactly. Piss off. What the fuck is Mass Effect? Mm. Go kill yourself. Fuck. <laughs> you, I assume that the, the disrespect of children exponentially grows the more the internet becomes a um, ingrained, sort of ingrained yeah. part of society. You know, yeah. we're still on the cusp. Not really. Kids haven't been plugged into it directly yet, <laughs> oh, so true. They're going to be like, it seems like, like it. Man. <laughs> Does seem like it. Yeah. Um, so another game that we just recently received a copy of. Um, which we got a couple of days early, which was nice. Yes, which was nice. Uh, Ratchet and Clank. Rift so Apart. This is something we were pretty excited about. A mm. lot of people were excited about. Well, it's the first one to... Like, it's the one to showcase what the PS5 is capable of. Yes. Because it's the first... Apart from Returnal, mm. like, real first-party, yeah. you know, yeah. um, PS5-only game. Mm-hmm. Exclusive. Yeah. So... And and I know you've been playing a lot more of this than I have. As, as I finished it. Yes, which it's... is normal. Yeah. <laughs> I got um, the Platinum uh, two nights ago. Which was three days after release? Yeah, so we got it on... I think we got the code on Wednesday. And it came out Friday? Or possibly we got the code on Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. And it came out Thursday, I think. Yeah, yeah. no, it came out on Friday. So then I think I played Wednesday night, Thursday night, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Yeah. And then, what day is it today? Tuesday. Tuesday. So I finished it Sunday night. There you go. So two days after. Mm. But I played through it. So it was pretty easy. Yeah. So um, I played to 100% completion, Mm -hmm. which took me probably 20 to 25 hours. Um, But if you just played the story, you can probably finish it in like 11 or 12 hours, which is... I think it's on par with other Ratchet and Clank games. Yeah. The Platinum is easier than the 2016 one was, the 2016 wow. Ratchet and Clank. Yeah. Because it's less there's less grindy stuff. That's handy. Um, but there's certain th- I kind of think maybe I liked the 2016 one better because hmm. there's certain things like this doesn't really have much replayability apart from dialing up the difficulty and playing through it again. Yeah. There's which no is annoying. There's no like challenges or leaderboards and stuff. And my memory's a little bit rusty because it was five years ago. Yeah. But the Ratchet and Clank from 2016 had races in it, race levels that were challenges, and they were difficult. Mm. And I'm not sure if they had leaderboards or not, but like that would be something that would be cool in this as a DLC or something to have more. Because you can. So, okay, let's start at the beginning. Okay, okay. The graphics of the game, phenomenal. 
We all know mm. what Ratchet and Clank is. It's a yeah. Ratchet who's a little furry guy, Lombax, mm. and his little robot guy, Clank. Um, the story starts out that they're, it's been a while since they were heroes. They're still considered heroes, yeah, but they haven't done anything heroic. Yeah. yeah. And so Clank wants to surprise Ratchet with this thing called the Dimensionator that will let him travel yeah. across dimensions to find other Lombaxes. Which he wants to give him at a ticker tag parade. Yeah. You know, which is kind of cool. Yeah. And then Dr. Nefarious rocks up mm. and steals it. And then Ratchet, in a moment of brilliance, shoots the Dimensionator while he's operating it, mm. which causes it to explode and makes dimensional rifts everywhere. Good work, Brilliant. Ratchet. Yeah. They're all like, oh, Nefarious, what have you done? Mm. <laughs> he wasn't really doing anything. <laughs> it was all Ratchet's fault. Yeah. So anyway, then they get blasted into another dimension and they meet Rivet, who is a female Lombax in another alternate mm. dimension. She's like, the dimensional sort of equivalent equivalent of Ratchet yeah. from this other universe mm-hmm. and um, yeah and, and then, I wonder if he kills her does he then absorb her power like in the movie one with Jet Li it's probably exactly it, that yeah. yeah and I haven't played it through to the end yet so I don't know <laughs> if that's going to happen I don't well. think any of the counterparts um, kill yeah. each other but they should such a shame they missed a real opportunity real opportunity to yeah. get dark yeah they could have yeah. like full dark yeah yeah Ratchet anyway, and, Ratchet and Clank goes evil. <laughs> Ratchet um, and Clank, the one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. So obviously, we saw the trailer for this when they announced the PS Five. They showed. I mm. think that was when they showed us this for the first time, um, or at least it was pre-release of the PS Five yeah, that was. we saw it. Yeah. And it had the u- utilizing the solid-state drive technology to do near instant loads so mm. you can go through a rift and you're in a whole new area yeah and when I started playing this the first thing I did I found a pocket dimension so around the maps you can find pocket dimensions where you go in and there's a armor piece that you can collect and um, basically you walk into the pocket rift and the world is completely different and then you can wow. turn around and look back through the rift and you can see the world that you were just in that's cool and so you can walk back and forth through yeah. the rift just yeah. It's like instantaneously changing the entire world around you, which is so cool. Yeah, like that is. It's no zero loading, which is mm. ridiculous. What you they couldn't. Promised. This is why this game's not a PS4 game as well, because yeah. there's no fucking way that would be mm. possible. Yeah. Um, but then Didn't you know, they say that all their games are going to be on PS4. I don't know. I saw an ad about some it. Some of them are. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but not the then, good ones. And then there's a mechanic through the game where you can tether to a rift to sort of teleport around the map Mm. for tactical reasons or strategic reasons when you're in fights. So they show that off in the gameplay trailers and stuff ahead of time. And I thought, wow, that's really cool. But then when I was playing it, it's really like few and far between that you find these tether rifts to do that strategic Mm. moving around. They're there. It is at the start. Like it shows you that at the start a fair bit. But there's like a thing near the beginning, right? Where there's a barrier. So this is like a running theme through this game that I noticed is they'll introduce something and then barely fucking use it. Uh, So there's these barriers and you can't get through them until you get this special glove that lets you phantom dash. And when you dash, you can pass through these barriers. Hmm. And so there's like two of them in the first world. And then there isn't any until like the last world. Oh, that sucks. So then you're coming up against these barriers and 
you're like, oh, how the fuck do I get through this? I mm. guess I got to go around it or something. And then you remember, oh yeah, yeah that thing exactly. I learned 15 hours that's ago. That's right. Yeah. So that's an extreme one because literally it's in the first and then not again until the last world, which is ridiculous. Yeah. But then there's things like um, sliding on rails. Mm-hmm. So that's a pretty common thing in um, in Ratchet and Clank, yeah, I think, from in the past. Yeah. That happens again in the prologue. You slide on around a lot. Mm-hmm. But then it's really rare. Wow. And I commented on it in a group chat with Carl from Game Train Podcast. I was like, these they introduce this shit and then never use it, like sliding on rails. And then the next world I went to was like all rails. <laughs> so, um, but it's a, bit, a little bit of a mixed bag in that way. Like it's very... You know, they'll introduce things and they never use it. Yeah. And then there's some parts that are really repetitive. Mm. But the whole time, the entire world, whatever, wherever you are, looks incredible. Yeah. And I'm just, was just like awestruck mm. pretty much constantly because you just look around and see so much shit happening. You're just like, wow, that's, you can't do that. No, that's right. Like, this is, how is this happening? <laughs> so graphically, it's amazing. Um, like I said, I think it's a missed opportunity to not use that tether rift stuff more because that's the that's the high point. Yeah. You know, graphically going from because what happens in a normal like in another any other game with grappling hook, think Returnal. You're yeah. grappling hook to something and it pulls you to it. Mm. You know, we're all used to how that works. Yeah. In in Rift Apart, when you do that, it sort of pulls the rift towards yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. So to. You just stay standing still and the whole world changes around you. Yeah. And it's got, it's like, it's effectively the exact same thing, but the way that it animates it yeah. makes it feel really weird. Mm. And like, I'll press forwards when I'm grappling hooking yeah, or something just do. out of a force of habit. Yeah. But then all of a sudden I'm like, oh, stop. Cause I've been running forwards when yeah. I should just be standing still yeah. sort of thing. You're so about it's to run off a platform. Or yeah, something. so it's a really yeah. interesting feeling doing that, and mm-hmm. it's really cool. But they don't do it very much. So, yeah, yeah, it's um, a bit of a wasted sort of missed opportunity, I guess. Mm. Um, so having finished the game, I think the story is really well rounded. So we've played Ratchet and Clank games for like however many years, you know, decades. Years. Yeah, um, yeah, a long fucking time. Yeah, so we know the story of Ratchet and Clank, and mm. you know. Etc. 2016 was a reboot of the original three games. Yeah. So, or original game anyway. So, mm. we've had their origin story. We know it. This one introduces the counterparts, Rivet and Kit, who is Kit is the sort of counterpart of Clank. Clank, yeah, yeah. And um, so we get this whole new origin story of those two meeting because they only meet each other because Ratchet and Clank get blasted into this universe, mm. but they have met them met each other before and just don't realize it oh wow and so the story the story like no spoilers about it but the story is really about those two Mm -hmm. around ratchet sort of coming to terms with his fear about meeting other lombaxes and being in like not living up to the standards or whatever he's like insecure about it so you know there's a whole gotta put that shit to bed mate yeah (laughs) exactly you're a hero exactly um so yeah it's just um you know, it's a platforming game and it nails the platforming. It could use those mechanics, like yeah. I said, a bit more. But then on top of that, it's got this really cool story, introduces new characters that are fun. Mm-hmm. And um, then there's sort of mini games and shit throughout where you're playing as either Ratchet, uh, sorry, either Clank in this sort of 
mysterious spirit world or there's a little like spider thing called glitch that can go into electronics and kill viruses and there's a whole mini story about that as well yeah like each one progresses the story with glitch the little creature and so Mm -hmm. it's really well done in that way and there's lots of funny moments and everything which is you know it's a perfect ratchet and clank game but um that's good yeah i just feel like you know maybe they're going to do dlc i don't know but it would be better because like i said there's not very much replayability and this game Mm. is a full price next gen game yeah so it's not a full price last gen game at 100 bucks it's like 110 dollars yeah exactly or i don't know how much at jb or whatever but ev games would be pushing 110 so it's like 10 bucks an hour yeah to play the story yeah which is i mean we get a lot of games for free yeah and even i'm like no but even free was too much (laughs) i mean if you are a person who is going out buying games and yeah you're gonna want to buy this because if you've got a ps5 this is the game even though it's a cartoony game yeah it's still the game that showcases what that machine is capable of but at the price um i mean i guess you could buy it and take it back for a refund when you you finish it yeah because you could easily finish it in a week. Yeah, you all have, right. only have to play an hour and a half a day, mm. or like two sessions of five hours, <laughs> exactly. or however you want to break it down. <laughs> you know, if you're a level four EB world member, you get an even longer time to take it back yeah, for a refund. Right. You know, which sucks to it sucks to say that because you know Insomniac Games worked really hard on this, obviously, and mm. it really is a showcase of what the PS5 is capable of. But they did miss opportunities yeah i just don't think i think there's definitely ways that they could have it be more replayable yeah um and so that's really disappointing because it's such a fun game like you said we haven't heard anything about anything extra coming yeah like there's been no talk of dlc or any of that stuff yet yeah and yes the game just released I, i know that but we normally get told shit yeah a long time beforehand i mean e3 talked about a bunch of stuff Mm. specifically ubisoft because they love just dragging as much money and time out of people as possible yeah but um yeah i think it's really good but i just really find it hard to recommend it for the price if you're a person who i mean if you have a ps5 currently you probably have money to throw around Mm. or you saved every nickel and dime yeah, and, and you can't be, be afford you yeah. can't be affording $110 games that you're going to play for fucking 10 hours. So yeah, it's a hard it's a hard sell, but I still think it's awesome. Mm. So I enjoyed it like it's like I said I haven't finished it like you have, but I've enjoyed the parts that I have played. My only issue is that it, it is it seems very childish yeah. in, its, in its approach and, and that's the game yeah. so that's okay um, but a lot of games are going the exact opposite way and I, like The Last of Us 2 for yeah. instance you know they're getting very adult driven they're getting very heavy and you know dark yeah. in choices and all that kind of shit and, and it is good to have the opposite of that of yeah. course Um but yeah, I just kind of found it a bit too repetitive, a bit too, you know, tongue in cheek almost. You know, yeah. th- there's just this lack of connection that I made with it. Mm. And yes, it looked beautiful, and you know, but 
the the I don't know like the Dr. Nefarious is a fucking moron yeah all the shit he talks about and says it just makes you cringe a bit you know yeah. like going you're the bad dude yeah you know? like no wonder these guys are the heroes you're a fucking idiot he's almost like the wily e. coyote though yeah almost, like he's just yeah. a complete idiot bumbling who's just, idiot who's yeah. just obsessed with trying to win but always loses yeah but then you have the yeah. counterpart who isn't in this game until late which is quark i think his name is from the previous games who's mm. the you know big muscular hero of the fucking universe who yeah. is also a complete idiot mm-hmm. you know and they're just like slapstick comedy almost yeah the two yeah. of them but yeah I see what you mean I just found it hard to connect with the game yeah and yeah like now knowing that it's only a, a 10 to 15 hour game yeah you know at most because I, I don't platinum games that's yeah. where Matt and I if you're listening for the first time yeah always are different Matt yeah. Platinum's fucking everything well That's, not like, quite everything he's got the, the go Platinum touch like my dis someone just <laughs> yeah. pronounced different uh, <laughs> Midas <laughs> my das yes he's, he's the Platinumer um, but, yeah so yeah I, I kind of find that I play through a story I enjoy the story or I don't yeah and if I don't get captured within the first three hours yeah I struggle to return to that game and I always have. Yeah. And in this one, you know, I've I've obviously played a couple of hours of it, but I just yeah. kind of went, Meh. like, it, it really feels like it would be an effort to go and play yeah. it again, which is a shame. Yeah, you know? that's what I mean. I think like 2016 Ratchet and Clank was really the pinnacle. Yeah. And then to go to this one, it almost it almost does feel a little bit more hollow. Mm. than that one did yeah which is frustrating because the characters the new characters are introduced and it's like an interesting concept but mm. then yeah it just kind of is slightly off the mark but the thing that drags you in is the pure fucking level of brilliance of the graphics yeah exactly which I did spend a fair bit of time going damn that looks good yeah and there's yeah. a lot of like even you know the photo mode where you can freeze it and then move lights around and, and adjust your picture mm. by moving lights around and stuff yeah it's really cool but then you know unless you're obsessed with photo mode like I took some a, people are yeah I took a couple of photos and then I was like eh, okay yeah mm. I'll just play through the game now yeah and like there's one world that you go to that it's you um, get rocket boots so you can sort of really quickly traverse everywhere mm-hmm. but that world is a really wide open world and it's really sparsely populated. Yeah. So there's like cool things to look at, but there's not really Most any reason to, to go places yeah. except to jump and do tricks on stuff, which is like fun for a minute. But I found that world was really um, pretty boring. Um, the, the enemies aren't super varied. Yeah. They're a bit re- like, you know, there's, there is different enemies, but they all kind of are reasonably easy to beat. Yeah. And they don't take very much tactics to, to take them on. Mm-hmm. There is like freaking 20 different guns that you can get though. And yeah, each gun, it works really differently, which is, yeah. that's a fun thing about it as well, which is like, you know, there's such a vast number of different weapons you can get, including one that you unlock by getting all the, the so there's little spy bots that are collectible throughout. Mm-hmm. You get all ten and you unlock the Rhino eight gun, which 
uh, when you fire it, it opens up a dimensional rift and drops something out onto the enemy that you've shot at it. That's cool. And as you level it up, it unlocks more stuff to drop out. So it's all things like, you know, um, it'll be a dinosaur from Horizon Zero Dawn. Like That's one cool. of those robot dinosaurs falls out, roars, and then disappears. <laughs> or the Jeep from Uncharted falls out and lands on someone. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's like big spaceships and shit that come f- flying through this hole onto people. So, you know, That's they're fun. fun. Yeah. Only for a minute though. Yeah. Because then you, I was just there like shooting it repeatedly to see what dropped out. And then I was like, there's better guns than this. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so um, yeah, I think definitely my sort of go-to on this would be missed opportunities. Yeah. But uh, I still really enjoyed it and mm. I'm glad that it's here. Oh, good. Well, for me, like I said, it will be a bit of a struggle for me to get back into. Um the showcasing of what the PS5 can do, I, I get all that, but yeah, you know, the, it's a tech demo. Yeah, exactly, and you know, I think that's pretty cool. Um, but that's pretty much what I'm seeing it as is a tech demo. Yeah. Um, for me, I'd give it a three and a half out of five. Yeah. And I, I can't see much more reason to go back and play it again. Yeah, fair enough. Mm. I was gonna say four and a half, but um thinking of how I just spoke about it. <laughs> uh, probably go for a four, I think. Yeah, out of five. a solid four, I'd say. I'd you, like to give it a four and a half, but yeah. like like I said, the lack of replayability, yeah. you know, you, you shouldn't realistically take cost of a game into account when you're reviewing it because, you know, in a year's time, it'll probably be free on PlayStation Plus. Yeah. But for people who are first, like first adopters, adopters yeah. Yeah. to get a game and have to pay like the digital version I think there's a digital deluxe edition which I paid for the upgrade myself was like 15 bucks mm. but it's like $130 for that version or yeah. 140 bucks or something Yeah. can you imagine spending 130 140 bucks on a digital copy of a game which means you cannot refund it yeah that's right and it lasts 15 hours mm. 20 hours to completely 100% yeah, it. yeah. it's uh, not really worth it pretty rough yeah so yeah I'd say 4 out of 5 so the last game we're going to have a quick review of is yep. just a very quick review. Um, not something that I've even seen, so I'm kind of interested to hear a little bit about it. Uh, Wonder Boy Asher in Monster World. Yeah, so this is an interesting one, and I, it caught my eye because Wonder Boy mm. was a game that I played on my Sega Master System 20... It was free, 30, wasn't it? It was built into the BIOS. Alex Kidd was the one oh, that was that's free. Right. Yeah. But Wonder Boy was also like... a. I think it might have been free on a on a Mega Drive or something like that. Okay. I don't know, yeah. but yeah, um, I played a Wonder Boy game, so I was like, "Oh, Wonder Boy!" So it turns out this one is actually a remaster of a game called Monster World Four, which was released in Japan only oh. in 1994 for the Sega Mega Drive, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a classic platformer that was sort of beloved Damn. at the time, a long time ago. Now we're up to number four already. <laughs> Yeah. Damn. <laughs> yeah, so uh, it got a re-release <coughs> in 2012, so it came to Western audiences finally, uh, you know, mm. 18 years later. Yeah. In 2012 on the Wii Virtual Console. And then it shortly after that got a, a port to Xbox Live Arcade and the PSN, yep. which presumably 2012 would have been PS3 mm. and Xbox 360. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that happened. And then fast forward to now, we've got a modern remake of it. 
which uh, remake and re-release, which is on, I think it's on all, all consoles basically. But uh, yeah, they've got it, they've given it the new name, Wonder Boy Asha in Monster World and graphically improved it a bit, but um, the gameplay mechanics, not quite as fresh as they would have been 27 years ago. <laughs> so uh, that's a little bit disappointing. It's, I mean, it's a fun sort of, nostalgic look back at what games were like in the early 90s yeah but there's a reason time has passed yeah <laughs> but it's also so it's only like five hours long so it's pretty short oh, yeah. so it's a short nostalgia experience exactly but unfortunately the controls and mechanics of the game really are outdated yeah. and um even though they remade even the more game, than mass effect one <laughs> by about 20 years yeah, wow no, um, 15, I'd say. I don't know. <laughs> That's about 15 years more outdated. Yeah. So, yeah. It, I mean, it's a nice little break from AAA games and great for anyone who's nostalgic about 90s platformers. But really, if you are like looking for a fun five hours, maybe not. Mm. Because, yeah, it's there's just the, the mechanics really don't feel yeah. fun. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. So, but it is a good remake. Mm-hmm. So props to the company that remade it. Yep. They've done a good job freshening it up. It looks nice, etc., etc. But yeah, I'd give it two and a half out of five. Fair enough. So now, I believe it's extravaganza time. Of the E3 2020 stars. 2021. Of course. <laughs> so what we're going to do here is just go through some of the things that have been discussed and, and videos that you can go yeah. on anywhere and watch. Um, so, and to be honest, if you've signed up to any gaming news website, any store website, fuck anything. ABC News even had articles about this. Yeah. So, so yeah. pretty much it's hard to not see yeah. these. So there's nothing from Sony this year because they dipped out two years ago. Yeah. Uh, EA are a no-show this time as well. They've got a showcase thing happening in late July, July 22nd, I think. So we'll talk about that in a month. But um, in the meantime, this particular E3, there was a bunch of, like Capcom had one the mm. first time. Bandai Namco have one tomorrow. Yep. Um, which, you know, is probably going to be okay. I don't know. Um, Square Enix are back once again. They had their first one last year, I think. Mm. And it was, um, they've got a lot going on. So, and then of course Ubisoft and Xbox Bethesda did their so xbox bethesda realistically is the one yeah it was their flex yeah so what we're going to do is yeah run through some of the announcements basically if you want to know point for point just go and watch it it's on youtube all of them yeah. are on youtube yeah or you can go to like ign or if you want to stick to an australian website you can go to press start or mm. survivor they've all got rundowns did you know that ign has a um a channel on plex that runs 24 hours a day no shit yeah yeah. on their live channels I found it the other day and I was just like fuck this is boring <laughs> <laughs> nice so there's a plug yeah so um, or GameSpot or whatever the fuck yeah. you know if you've got a favourite site open go an there. EB Games email yeah EB there. Games even have stuff so yeah. um, we'll just talk about the stuff that has interested us I yeah. suppose mm. I mean I wrote this list so hopefully some of it's interesting to you as well I don't know <laughs> but, we'll um, see yeah. But first of all, let's just knock off the games that we're going to talk about for the next two years. Yeah, so games well, at that least were announced. At least a year and a half. Yeah. You know. 
Games announced for 2022, year only, no further date. Yeah. That's where we'll start. So it could be six or eight months. Could yeah. be fucking long, longer. Yeah, 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 exactly. Um, so Mario and Rabbids. Yep, finally <clears throat> getting a sequel, yep. which is really cool because Kingdom Battle was fucking awesome. Yep. And this one looks really interesting as well. It's, um, well, I know we were just going to talk about names, but just quickly, this one has... Like they reckon you're going from planet to planet, saving the galaxy, oh. rather than say it's Mass Effect, I guess. Yeah, it is. But um, yeah, I mean, it, feeling it's, overwhelmed. Yeah, <laughs> Mass uh, Mario, Mass Effect, Mario and Rabbits Kingdom Battle was a really fun and interesting new IP. Yeah, sort of, I guess. Yeah, at the time, uh, new collaboration, I guess. IP. So yeah, interested to see that one really big one. This is what Ubisoft closed out their showcase with was. Avatar, Frontiers of Pandora. Avatar. <laughs> yeah, so um, James Cam- James Cameron, the director yeah. of Avatar. Mm. Um, when did that movie come out? That was a like, long, time, long ago. time ago. So he's been working on sequels for that. Yes, he has. Yeah. And presumably one of them is coming soon because... And taking like submarines to depths unheard yeah. of before. Oh, he loves that shit. Oh, he does. So that's why he did Titanic. Yeah, I think it makes the voices stop talking. <laughs> no, it amplifies them. Oh, That's where he does. gets all his ideas. Yeah. So yeah. anyway, um, obviously there's a new movie coming out soon because Ubisoft have a new Avatar game coming out in 2022. Yeah, exactly. You play as one of the Navi, which are the blue slash purple people, and um, it's on a when side they of become purple. Well, they're sort of they've like pinky purple. Oh. There's like mixed mixed colors. Okay. They got races. They must have. <laughs> Jesus. Um, but anyway, so the idea is that it's uh, like on an opposite side of the planet to where Avatar 1 was based, the movie. Cool. And you play as one of the Navi and you're defending... That's what they're called, isn't it? Navi? Something like it's that. It's been a while since I watched the movie. Feliz Navi. Yeah. I think that's what they sing <laughs> at the their birthdays or Christmas oh, or something. Probably. Um, so you are defending your planet mm. against the guys who are there to try and get the unobtainium, I guess. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> yeah. So, from Megamind. Yeah. So, this one's kind of interesting. I know, again, we were only supposed to talk about names, but these ones are really interesting to me. So, um, that game, it's using the Snowdrop engine. They specifically mentioned that it's using the Snowdrop engine, which was developed by Massive Entertainment for The Division. Yes. It was also used for uh, the Mario Plus Rabbids, Fractured Butthole, South Park, and Starlink. Mm. But I think. That's an interesting note because all we have really is a cinematic trailer for this game. We don't yeah. know any of the gameplay stuff. Mm-hmm. And if it's, you know, an open world, you know, knowing something about the engine gives you a little bit of a glimpse into what to expect. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's like a pretty interesting concept, I guess. Mm. Flying around on sort of dinosaur creatures, shooting bows and arrows at people. And like armored vehicles. Yeah. Cool. So I kind of like it. I'm pretty interested to see that. So that was Avatar's Fractured Butthole. Frontiers of Pandora. That's right. Sorry. (laughs) Got confused. It was a different different video I was watching. (laughs) Oh, the fucking triple X parody. (laughs) Uh, Redfall. Um, Did you watch the trailer for that? Yes. I... That was uh, that was the one more thing. So Avatar was the one more thing for Ubisoft. Yeah. Redfall was the one more thing for Xbox. Mm. 
And uh, so this one's sort of window 2022. It says, it said summer 2022, which is our winter, which yeah. means mid-year next year we're going to see this and it's going to yeah. be day one Game Pass because it's a Bethesda game. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a bit weird. It's like a post-apocalyptic... I don't even know if it's post-apocalyptic. It's not really because they went into a shop and no, had vampires. stuff. And, yeah, and so it the, kind of seemed like post-apocalyptic, but yeah. then the vampires showed up. Yeah. And it was like, wait, what, what just happened? Yeah, so it's weird. Yeah. It's it's like vampires and a vampire cult type thing. Yeah. But all the vampires have different abilities. Mm. And then these people, it's like this group of people who, I mean, I assume this is going to be like a four-player four? co-op. Yeah. But the four people who are humans who are fighting them all have special abilities as well that are like yeah. magic. Mm-hmm. So... Um, like invisibility, one yeah. had like a... Like, it was like almost like Doctor Strange style, like, yeah. magic. Yeah. So, yeah, it's hard to say what that game's going to be, but mm. that trailer grabbed me straight away. I was like, fuck, it that is cool. cool. Yeah. Very yeah. cool. So, I'm really keen to see more and of that. And the characters have an attitude. Yeah. Which kind of reminded me a little bit of Left 4 Dead 2. Yeah. More 2 than 1. Yeah. Um, they've got a bit of an edge on them, and they're like, yeah, we fucking know what's going on. Yeah. And we're just going to survive. Yeah, and they like work together as a great team, and there's a little robot sidekick dog thing. Yeah, which was weird. Yeah, order a drink. Yeah, bizarre. So I just think that's it. Looks really interesting. There was two more uh, sort of indie level games that really stood out to me um, that are just dated for 2022. One is Replaced, which uh, seems to be a timed exclusive because it said console launch exclusive. So presumably. Um, that one's a sort of pixel art side scroller, mm-hmm. but it used really interesting lighting effects. So there was like sparkling stuff on the ground and sort of backlighting, like proper lighting from a AAA game, but in a pixel art world, wow. which really makes it unique yeah. compared to other pixel art games. So that one's called um, Replaced, and I definitely recommend people go have a look have at that trailer because yep. it's not a very long trailer. And you can immediately see what I'm talking about with um, with how sort of... Yeah, it just grabbed me because sure. I was like, I'm not really into pixel art type games. But mm-hmm. that one, I was like, wow, that actually looks different. really different. Mm. Yeah. The other one was Somerville, which is also sort of a pixel art game. But it's... Well, not really pixel art. It's a weird one. It's like... there's a So the trailer is a family with a small kid. And that always hits me <laughs> now that I have yeah. a small kid. Yeah. And... It seems like there's an alien invasion or something and they're trying to survive mm. and it's cutting through like them running away from things and then there's a scene where the dad is like laying on the ground presumably dead and the kid okay. is like walking over to it like sad. Yeah. And I was just like, man, that's hit me to yeah. the core. So I'm really keen <laughs> to see that one. But again, both of those, in fact, all of those games, Redfall, Replaced and Somerville, all day one Game Pass games as well. Yep. So that was their thing. This Xbox thing was... They showed 30 new games, 27 of them are coming to Game Pass day one. Cool. So I guess if you're a third-party developer that really likes Xbox but isn't coming to Game Pass, they're like, fuck off. Yeah. I'm not going to show you shit. So Xbox don't want to make any money anymore. That's cool. Yeah. So um, there was two games coming 2022 that had dates. Yeah. Uh, so Stalker 2, Heart of Chernobyl. Mm. Yeah. Which was Did a you thing. watch the trailer for that? I didn't watch it. It was about five minutes long. 
Stalker and 1 didn't come out in Australia, did it? I don't know. I never played it. No, neither but, did I. Because I was like, I don't know what this is. And immediately it kind of grabbed me because the trailer has these guys sitting around a campfire talking about going into this zone and then there's it shows in this weird zone and there's all this weird shit going on, supernatural stuff. So And then it's a shooter. Mm. So it really grabbed me with just the, the story of what was going on. So I'm really keen to see that again. Game Pass Day 1 coming out 28th of April 2022. Timed exclusive. So presumably that'll be coming to PS5 eventually as well. And then the other one was the big one that we've been waiting for news from Bethesda about, which was Starfield. Starfield. So they reckon that it's going to come out day to the day 11 years after Skyrim on the 11th of November 2022. 11-11. 11-11-22. And I am pretty much going to say right now I reckon it's going to be delayed to 2023. <laughs> There's no fucking way that game's coming out in November 2022. If they don't have anything but where they are yet, and I'm sure they have a fuckload of stuff behind them. Well, the they've been working on it for like a decade at least. Yeah. So, and, and I mean, it looked... Who knows? Kind you of, can't tell. It was a teaser trailer. Yeah. A cinematic teaser trailer, so you can't tell shit about it. Todd Howard has said it's Skyrim in space. Yeah. So... You know, I, does that mean your save files are going to be corrupted or like what the <laughs> it's fuck? It's going to look shit compared to yeah. everything else. There's, you the you um, speak Dragonborn language in space. Cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. so we don't know shit about that except yeah. that it's going to be this big, dramatic space sci-fi thing. Like that was different. Yeah. Not so really. there's been a but lot of games with who next. also who the fuck knows what to take out of that cinematic yeah, trailer? Exactly. So we'll see yeah. what happens there. Um, I honestly don't reckon it'll come out in 2022. Yep. Old game stuff. Well, they've... Just before we move to that, that Starfield, it's November next year. That's 17 months away. Yeah. That is a long time by modern standards to announce the release date for something 17 months in advance. Like, they're looking at their schedule for what's left to do on that game. And they're like, yep, 17 months lock. That's the date. Yeah. Most games are like holiday 2022. They're like, nope, 11, yeah. 11, 22. We're aiming for that Skyrim day and date. So, so that's good of them. I just don't think it's going to happen. Crunch. Just crunch. Yeah. Just fucking do it. Just do it. Yeah. So I just thought that was a weird one. They opened with that. Mm. And I was like, I mean, people are hyped for it, but I just can't. Yeah, you know, I've seen yeah. enough teaser trailers over the fucking eleven years we've been doing this. Yeah, exactly. That I'm just like, you got to do better than that. I need mm. to see the actual game, and it's yeah. a new IP, so who the fuck knows what it's going to look like? Exactly. So anyway, old games that are getting updates. Uh, like Skyrim. I said, Skyrim. Skyrim's tenth birthday is this November. Back again. Yeah. Let's buy it on a different fucking console. <laughs> you fuck off, jailed. Skyrim. Die. Yeah. Why won't it die? <laughs> like it's not even that fucking good. Yeah. Like Skyrim, yes, it was fucking good. Yeah. And no doubt, except I, for all the bugs and all the shit, Skyrim was fucking great. I right? never finished it. I was like, I was like, okay, this is cool. And I'm into RPGs, yeah. but it never grabbed me. And it was just like, fuck off now. Like you've yeah. come out on every fucking piece of equipment that's ever been invented <laughs> since. Yeah. I swear to God, you could fucking play this on a lathe. You know, like 
It's on everything. Yeah. Just so fucking die. It turns 10 in November this year, and they're taking <sighs> submissions on the website Skyrim10.com for people's Skyrim stories. So they've definitely got something planned. And I I'll would... give them a fucking Skyrim story. I own it on fucking everything. Remember that time that it got released on a new console? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're like, yeah, now. So I reckon yeah. there's something going on here, some celebration thing. They're going to be like, because it's a meme that it came out on every every system yeah, now it's exactly. like ha, it's out on another one that's right so I think they're going to come out and say even though it's backwards compatible already they'll be like next gen remaster yeah. with fucking ray tracing now you can play it on a Game Boy yeah this is why we're 17 months away from Starfield because we were polishing this nugget exactly. of shit exactly <laughs> so um, Doom Eternal is another one getting a f- next gen upgrade for free for PS5 and Xbox Series X. Which is cool. I had to do some research when I was watching really this. It's actually really fucking good game. Yeah. yeah. I had to do some research while I was watching this because I'd like see something and then be like, okay, pause, Google it. Is it coming out on PS5 as well? Yeah. You know, because they only talk about Xbox on the Xbox presentation. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I did a bit. Of anything that I'm like, it's also coming to PS5 yeah. is because I looked it up. So thanks, guys. Yeah. You're welcome. Thanks, Matt. Uh, so June 29th for a free upgrade that's actually not bad they, like in two weeks yeah cool so that's a good one and then uh, for the first time in the Assassin's Creed franchise they're doing a second year of content so mm. um, presumably because the game came out in October last year yeah so we're not even finished the first year yet mm. but we just got the Wrath of the Druids DLC which I'm going to review at some point yeah um which is, I think that was the first Just big DLC. Just got to make DLC. some room on your fucking console hard yeah. drive. Because the fuckers and... haven't updated it yet to allow the extra hard drive. <laughs> I gotta Fuck, make... I'm getting pissed off with them. i got to make space in my life to fit it in. Yeah, well, that too. So, um, yeah, so they've announced the next big expansion. It's going to be called Siege of Paris. And they're doing a second year of content rather than releasing another Assassin's Creed this year. So, yay. Yeah, of course. So that's the old games. Now... The good stuff. Oh, wait. Before we get into that. Yeah. More, slightly more interesting <laughs> shit that they showed. Um, both of these are from the Xbox presentation. Yep. Contraband is a new IP coming from the makers of Just Cause, which is Avalanche Games, Avalanche Studios. Mm. There's two companies. Yeah. But yeah, whichever one made Just Cause, <laughs> making this one, and it's coming to Game Pass day one. So no idea when that's happening. Nope. And the other one is and the Adam probably too. the greatest trailer of all of the shit that's happened in the last <laughs> fucking week. It was pretty good. Oh, I swear to God, like if you want a breath of fresh air when it comes to all of the wank, yeah, you know, all of the fucking look at us, we're not going to actually show you anything bullshit. Yeah, this fucking nailed it for me. Yeah, it really did. Like I watched this and I giggled my whole way through it. Yeah, you know, like he's like. Oh, that big crashing noise can only mean one thing. Yeah. But we're not going to find out. (laughs) (laughs) So this was the teaser trailer for The Outer Worlds 2, which basically it showed a lot of really impressive stuff. Mm. But the whole time there's a voiceover just like being super self-aware about it. And he's totally like movie voice dude, you know. He's like, this this loud crashing and explosions are definitely going to help pre-sale numbers, things like that. (laughs) Yeah. And then they're like, here's a thing that maybe won't be in the final game. And here's another one. Yeah. And then at the end, he's like, and all we have is the name, and it's the Outer Worlds 2. And that is why I love Obsidian Entertainment yeah. mm. because. Because they're absurd. 
that one was great. Mm. They also showed Grounded, which is in Xbox Game Preview, which is like an online game, but it's not fully released yet. Yeah. And even the trailer for that was really self-aware and hilarious. Mm -hmm. And it was like, here's something no one was asking for, and it's this big monster fucking <laughs> spider. Yeah. And then they're like, whoa, that's scary. Go into the settings and put on arachnophobia mode, and then <laughs> it becomes just a blob, and they're like, wow, even that blob is scary. <laughs> so... <laughs> I really enjoy their their stuff, but yeah, um, yeah I like that Outer Worlds two teaser trailer. You know, as the polar opposite to Starfield, because Starfield is all like grand and like yeah. oh this big thing's coming and it's gonna change your fucking life. Mm -hmm. And the Outer World two is just like, hey, just confirming we're making a sequel to this game that was pretty popular, but everyone was like, you got acquired by Xbox, are you gonna make another one? Mm. Yeah, we are yeah. because. We like it. Yeah, because we're going to make so, it. So I just like that. You know, yeah. they're just another company that's making money out of me. But um, I just appreciate the way that they're going about it. Exactly. <laughs> you know? No bullshit. Yeah. And that's okay. So now, games that are coming this year, finally. Yeah. The good stuff, which we saved <laughs> to last. Uh, we dragged you along. Riders Republic, 2nd of September. Yeah. Should be all right. Yeah, so that's from the makers of Steep. So yep. this is another Ubisoft game made by the guys who made Steep. And this... Did you watch the trailer for this one? No. <laughs> cool. I, I literally haven't watched the trailer for nearly any of these games. Yeah, just the big ones. Um, just the ones we've already talked about. Uh, there's a couple that we haven't talked about yet that you still you watched. But we'll get to them. Oh, yeah. Riders Republic from, from. is from the makers of uh, Steep. Yep. And it is very similar to Steep. This big open world where you can do cool extreme sports tricks, except this time around, it's not just snowboarding. It's snowboarding and wingsuiting, jetpack suiting, BMXing, all this kind of shit. It's not mm. just fucking boring ass snow, yep. which I'm pretty sure I've spoken about how much I hate ice levels. Yeah. So steep was yeah. just garbage to me. <laughs> you and Schumacher. Just fucking hate snow. snow. Yeah. Just so boring. Mm. So there was another uh, snowboarding game shown at this Xbox oh. showcase called Shredders. And I just don't know why they gave that the time yeah. in their fucking showcase. It was like watching paint dry. <laughs> it's like not even fast paced music. It's just like floaty kind of whatever music. Yeah. And like almost lo-fi sort of trance uh, dance music. And it's just them like sliding around on a snowboard. Awesome. I'm like... That's super exciting. Yeah. Like Steep nailed it and had wingsuiting, yeah. parachuting, everything else and still was not a fucking mm -hmm. critical success. Yeah. Do you think your piece of shit game is going <laughs> to succeed? No offense because they're the just question. an indie developer presumably but I just was like, what is this? Yeah. Like go and get a cup of coffee time? Seriously. So <laughs> that was another one that I sort of skipped through a little bit. But um, Riders Republic, Carl is obsessed with this. That's his most hyped game for this year. Yep. Um, I'm taking yeah. or leave it. Yeah. But it is a really... I bothered watching the video. Yeah, it's a real social multiplayer type game, like leaderboards and riding around with your friends and stuff. Yeah. And I got no friends, so... If he doesn't have photo mode, he's not going to play it, <laughs> basically. Well, yeah. I mean, so there's that... Um... Rainbow Six Extraction. Yeah, so, I mean, you played a lot of Siege. This is back to being uh, against enemies instead of against yeah. other players. Mm-hmm. Um, which I'm always keen for I do like that yeah 
I don't know, because they went into it a fair bit. They spent a bit of time on it. They spent years on Siege. No, I mean, oh, they okay. spent a lot of time on extraction in their okay. showcase. Yeah. And um, it uses a lot of the same operators, the people, I think, okay. as Siege. Yep. So there's a crossover there. But um, mm. yeah, it's like going to a alien. So aliens have like invaded Earth or whatever. There's contamination zones. And you play a operative in a group of three that goes in to extract, you know, data for Joke research log. or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And if your character gets... So there's a cool mechanic where if your character gets captured, so you get knocked down and then this stuff like grows over you and locks you in, oh. that operator cannot be used again until you go back in with another one and retrieve them. So they go MIA and you can't play as that operator. But great. I'll get about 45 minutes out of this game and I have no operators left. Yeah. The problem being that if you get caught like because i guess operators have their own gear so if you lose mm. an operator you lose all the gear and levels and stuff that that yeah. operator had yeah. which is kind of roguelike-ish mm. um so i don't know how to feel about it it's doesn't look that impressive to me yeah um it'd be good for like a squad tactics game to play with friends but i'm just like okay you know no friends the aliens don't look that impressive mm. you know so i don't know it's their big thing though so yeah I don't know what to feel about that one but that's yeah 16th of September that's coming out so we'll see a bit more about that no doubt so something we don't have to talk about is Far Cry 6 yeah so October that's 7th October 7th oh lock they played a new trailer for it looks fucking awesome yeah knew it was old gonna mate, happen old mate from Breaking Bad is yeah. just he's boss so good in everything yeah so that's 100%. just phenomenal yeah one thing that I'm reasonably excited about which I wasn't when this game first came out Uh-oh. Rocksmith yeah. so Rocksmith was you know at the height of Guitar Hero and all that mm. Ubisoft were like here's one where you can use an actual guitar and learn to play Yeah. and the um, sort of trick was that you needed to have this adapter and an electric guitar so you could plug your electric guitar into the adapter and then into your con- console or PC now Rocksmith Plus is a subscription service. It's in closed beta soon. You can register online for that. Yeah. Just look it up if you're interested. But mm. the idea is you can use electric guitar or acoustic or yep. a bass guitar. And it basically is like Guitar Hero using a real guitar in the way that, like, to teach you how to play songs that you know. Yeah. So it has a big library of songs all of the chords and everything that teach many you guitar solos and Beyonce stuff because I won't like it otherwise well it's a, they said they've got hip hop and fucking metal and all kinds of shit on there Dope. so it's really interesting it's a subscription service which is eh mm. but instead of having to have an ad- adapter to plug it in you can use your phone as a microphone so you download the Rocksmith Plus app on your phone yeah. and then start it up on your PC or your console or just on your phone and you just play and have the phone sitting next to you and it's listening mm-hmm. and then scoring you and whatever based on what it hears. Yeah, nah. I just think it's... Okay, if it's, you know, something... Well, I want to learn... I want more... Yeah. Like, I know how to play guitar My a little bit. My phone would just be going, shush, can't. Sorry. It <laughs> 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 would be going, shut up. I just think from an accessibility point of view to be able to use your phone as a microphone instead of having to have... Because before, you had to have an electric guitar. And yeah. I always had an acoustic. Mm-hmm. So it was out of reach for me. Unless yeah. I bought a new guitar. Yeah. So mm-hmm. um, I'm really keen for it because I want to learn to play guitar better. Mm-hmm. And 
I really struggle with self being self taught. Yeah. You know, watching YouTube videos and shit, I yeah, just lose course. interest. Mm-hmm. Whereas this has like, you know, when you played Guitar Hero back in the day, it'd give you like you hit this many notes, this percentage, and land like all that kind of stuff. So there's all yeah. that kind of progression and positive feedback through. Dude, you need to get onto Jam Play. Yeah, Jam Play's the place if you want to learn how to play guitar. Mm. Well, check anyway. that shit out. Um, so yeah, Rocksmith. It's ten years since it first launched, and yeah, they've got a subscription service with a bunch of songs that people know on there so yeah, yeah if you, if it's at all interesting to you you can look it up good interesting new tech yeah so that's pretty cool I, I'm fucking keen to try it what I signed the, up for the closed beta what was the one that used the microphones they went was it I think Popstar or something yeah Singstar Singstar yeah, yeah. went to using your phone as and a they only, that was their last edition was yeah. with the phone and then they went but yeah they're bringing that it's back it's more fun so. using a microphone yeah pretty much yeah yeah uh, another one we've seen a little bit about is Diablo 2 Resurrected that's co- got a date now I don't know if it yeah. did before 23rd of September 8 player co-op 8 player co-op that's, that's pretty cool yeah that's going to be epic yeah it looks really good they did the whole you know flipping between remastered and old version yeah and because Diablo 2 is so old it's like pixel art yeah. compared to like pristine yeah. current gen must graphics. have been a big upgrade so it looks really good. Yeah. Um, nice. And that's like a beloved game in the franchise. So note that one down, 23rd of September. Now, here's a big one. Yep. Battlefield <laughs> 2042. Yes. So finally, we're getting a new Battlefield. Yeah, I don't know. It looks cool. It looks all right. If you're into Battlefield. It kind of looks like other Battlefields, though. Yeah. You know, like they've made a slight upgrade to a couple of things. Yeah. Well, so the big thing is weather effects. So they've added in weather effects, which not sure if they're just going to get really annoying. Because we need more fucking dust clouds. Yeah, there's dust clouds, tornadoes that will really fuck you if you're in a helicopter. Mm -hmm. Um, Lightning, random lightning storms, things like that. So depending on how they're implemented, could be a really cool way to change things up. Basically, if you're dominating, then they will hit you with shit. Yeah, well... I don't know how randomized it'll be, but like, yeah. say you're a sniper sitting on the other side of the map, which happens all the time in Battlefield. Oh, yes, it does. Try sniping someone when there's a fucking thunderstorm with yeah. thick rain coming down. Exactly. You know, that'll Makes change the difficult. game. Yeah. So I'm interested to see more of that. And it's going to have up to 128 player battles on PS5 and Xbox Series X, which is large. Isn't that what Mag had? Mag had 256. Yeah, it did too. That was way ahead of its time. Yeah. But um, recently, and that was pretty games, epic. Yeah, yeah, the recent ones have only had up to 64. So yeah. I'm keen for that, 22nd of October. And like I said, EA are doing their little showcase thing late July. So we'll see more of that then. We can talk about it more then. So the next one is 12 minutes. Yeah, 12 minutes is an interesting one because it's uh, sort of indie game, but it has big name actors in it so it's got Daisy Ridley who's in Star Wars yep. Willem Dafoe who's in, in loads of stuff yeah. and I can't remember who the third person is but basically the idea is it's like a Groundhog Day time loop game oh yeah and um, I can't go into it too much more detail than that but That's all it, we, know. we saw it last year yes. and it was one of the ones that I mentioned last year in our extravaganza because mm. um, it really jumped out at me and it jumped out at me again this time because I was like, oh man, fucking awesome. Keeps that's on coming. jumping. So that's uh, locked in for the 19th of August again. 
yep. Game Pass day one. Uh, timed exclusive as well, I think. So, but, you know, free on the Xbox, so just play yeah, it. Just play it on Xbox if you yeah. don't want. Hades. Uh, <laughs> oh, sorry. Hades. Hades. <laughs> so Hades is, of course, the award-winning RPG roguelike that came out on PC and Switch, I think. From memory. Yeah, so it won fuckloads of awards. It's finally coming to Xbox and PlayStation on the 13th of August. Again, Game Pass Day 1. Yep. Sorry about it, PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Uh, the 13th of August, so it's probably not going to be a PS Plus game, I wouldn't have thought, I wouldn't at have launch. Thought, yeah. So you're going to have to pay for it on PlayStation. Yes. That's Psychonauts 2 is... Another Psychonauts. Yeah, now a owned by Xbox brand so Mm -hmm. that's one of their big ones one of their things was every month for the rest of this year they're going to have big new games coming to the Game Pass five of the six wait yeah July, August, September, October, November December six months to go five of them are first party which are Psychonauts 2 Age of Empires 4 coming to PC only but oh, on okay. Game Pass. Yeah. And then another couple that we're going to mention shortly. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's some big ones coming. So well, cool. the next so one, one is Halo those. Infinite, which is, um, sorry, Psychonauts 2, 25th of August, for anyone who's interested. Yeah. Halo Infinite, holiday 2021, which is very vague considering all of the other dates, like locked in dates. Exactly. And then they're just like holiday <laughs> so that's interesting so there's two parts to Halo Infinite is that like now. Queen's birthday holiday <laughs> yeah yesterday which holiday is in it? Victoria in New South Wales yeah <laughs> and her actual birthday is in April so who knew when, when is it Xbox exactly. how fucking old is she whose fucking birthday is <laughs> it <laughs> um, so there's two parts to Halo Infinite that they've revealed uh, because they first revealed Halo Infinite what last year and people were like that looks like shit fuck off yeah so now they've re-revealed it. Looks great. Halo's, they according to Phil, the video. Spen- Phil Spencer, said it's the world's most beloved shooter, Halo. Really? Yeah, I mean, it's argu- it? I think it's debatable, but you could argue it. It's mass debatable. <laughs> well, there's like six mainline Halo games. Halo 1, 2, 3, Halo 3 ODST, Halo 4, Halo 5, Halo 3... Sorry, Halo Reach. Yeah. And now Halo Infinite. This, this one. Which is like the ninth one. Then there's Halo Wars and all of the other side bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. So I think you could argue, but surely Call of Duty is more beloved. And more popular. <laughs> Way more fucking popular. Yeah. Maybe in like Xbox days, like original Xbox days when yeah. Halo 1 and 2 came out, yeah. you could be like, yeah, beloved. But now it's kind of like mm. most beloved in the world. No. So anyway, it's coming in two parts. There's the main campaign. Oh, sorry, it's an epic campaign. Oh, of course. Yep. Yeah. Not just the story. And then multiplayer. And you might be thinking, yeah, obviously there's campaign and multiplayer, but the multiplayer is free to play. Mm. So you don't have to buy the game to play. That's kind of beloved. Except it is also free on Game Pass Day One. So. It's yeah. free to play anyway for anyone with Game Pass. And if you honestly have a game, have an Xbox and you don't have Game Pass... Yeah, something wrong with you. Just take a good hard look in the mirror, yeah. mate. Why would you buy a game <laughs> yeah, when they're giving you them like yeah. every month? You dummy. Yeah. 
Just so yeah, beloved, they look cool. There's new trailers. Shooter yourself in the head. Yeah, and like the multiplayer trailer was full of like, you know, classic cliches of Halo games. So you can be like, yeah. oh, that's so cool. Get hyped. So get hyped, I suppose. Go for it. Next one, like uh, I said, Age of Empires 4. 28th of October, PC only, Game Pass Day 1. Yeah. So that's a good one. Honestly, it just looks like Age of Empires 3 to yeah. me. Yeah. I mean, it's a strategic game where yeah. you move armies Which around. Which just looked field. like Age of Empires 2, but way better. Yeah. yeah. So it's been a long time between drinks for oh, Age of Empires 3 to get to 4. Yeah. So I'm keen for that, but it is what it is. So the next two I'm actually really excited about. Yeah. Definitely, um, these are big ones. Microsoft Flight Sim, 27th of July on Xbox. Yeah. That's fucking huge. Yeah. Like That's that a is, big one. That is going to be massive. Because I've been wanting... Like, I've... I downloaded that game day one on the PC. Yeah. Never touched it. Yeah. I just want to play that on console. I really do. Yeah. And I'm looking That's forward super to that. Massive. So, yeah, 27th of July. And Which is got three a... days after my birthday. So, I'll be playing that as Happy my days. little birthday gift to myself. And it's free from Xbox. Happy days. On the Game Pass. Yeah. Just It's my birthday. So, maybe yeah. it's a holiday. Mm. So, they said that uh, they revealed also a Top Gun expansion with like fighter jets. And you can wear a helmet that says Maverick. Oh, I want to be him. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's coming spring 2021, which is our spring. It said fall. So, oh, okay. Um, yeah. July is winter when the game comes out. So it's yeah. like June, July, August is winter. So spring is September, October, November. So sometime in that three month period. Oh, they're bringing out, they're bringing out that expansion oh, okay. DLC. I thought so, you meant they were already delaying it. No. <laughs> Coming out July, but three months later. Yeah. But like that game looks so, so impressive. Oh, it, and if it works on it the Xbox Series X, then kudos. Yeah. Because exactly. that's a big one. So, to play for five minutes. This absolutely blew me away. This yeah. next game. Um, oh yeah, and, they and knew if you it haven't, too. If you haven't seen the trailer for this, just go watch it. Yeah. Um, there's two. Yeah, there's two. But the the first introduction one. Yeah. Because it has all those large scale cinematics and all that yeah. kind of stuff. Um, Forza Horizon Five, which is the 9th of November, yeah. slated for. This game looks the most realistic that I have seen in anything yeah. forever. And I think I've said that about the last two yeah. you know, Forzas as they come impressive. out. But this shit is fucking beyond. You yeah. know? Like the lighting is just spectacular. The ray tracing as well. They did ray tracing. Yep. Yeah. So definitely go and check it out. They also did about a seven minute long, was it seven minutes? Yeah. Where like it's this guy from Playground Games who is the developer behind it. And he sort of like introduces it, then plays a short clip, then cuts and talks about the next bit, plays another clip, yeah. cuts. So it's a bit disjointed, mm. yeah. but each clip opens with like just showing the world yeah. to be like, this is how cool it looks. Oh, and psych, this is in the game. Yeah. And then it zooms to the car, mm. which looks super impressive. Oh, yeah. But the first clip that they show in that one is like a Land Rover, Range Rover yeah. thing driving through like a jungle mm-hmm. and mud and stuff. Yeah. And because it's the flat back, you can see the ray tracing reflection on the rear window. Mm-hmm. And you can literally see, if you were in a race, you could see the car behind you clear yeah. as day. It's like yeah. picture perfect oh, it is reflection, yeah. which is just yeah. super impressive. And to me, that just blows me away. Like, Forza's, like he even says that in that video, Forza's known for being 
progressive and beautiful yeah. and fun. Yeah. And it fucking is. Yeah. Like, it, ever since the days back on, you know, the bloody, what was it, the Xbox 360, the first two? Yeah, I think so. And they just, they looked awesome. Yeah. You know, they were just like, wow, this game is far beyond anything else. Yeah. And fun to play. You know, and you, then they brought out the Horizon ones. Yeah. And they are just like, take it to another level in mm -hmm. terms of arcadiness. Yeah. So this one's in Mexico. Yep. And they've done a really good job of focusing on making sure they show off Mexico yeah. and its natural beauty. Local and, artists and, doing graffiti you know, and shit like that, that kind of which stuff. was quite so interesting. It looks really cool. And that's one of the, like, again, like with Assassin's Creed, it's exploring places that I do not go to. Yeah. And probably can't go to. And he actually said, you know, it's it's about the passion. Yeah. You know, they made this with a massive amount of passion yeah. for the product, you yeah. know, and, and for the place that they were in. Mm -hmm. um, they kind of tried to do that in Australia for Horizon 3, three I yeah. think so. 4 went to England. Yeah, that's and right. And 5 to Mexico. And they tried to do that for here, and fair enough, mm -hmm. you know, like, but... Yeah, I don't know. The world sees Australia with a bit of tongue-in-cheek as yeah. we kind of see ourselves a bit. We present ourselves like that. Though. Yeah, so they kind of were, you know, a bit, you know, well, all your cool things and your fucking massive, massive, massive amount of land yeah. are all within a 20-minute drive. Yeah. You know? So why not? You drive from Cairns to Byron Bay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. In a second. So that was cool. Yeah. Um, But definitely worth going to watch these videos because <clears throat> they are fucking yeah. awesome. Yeah, one of the things that they went into with that one where I'll, the seven minute deep dive sort of thing was um, there's a level creation mode that they're yeah. bringing in where you can make your own races and not just races but sort of mini games mm. so the one that they showed was gigantic bowling pins yeah and you're driving around nailing them and then there's sort of like an in-game one where you've got to hit pinatas and stuff yeah but just that I just saw that and I was like playground games is the correct name for these guys because they have just made an amazing playground yeah in Mexico mm. Yeah. So, and like hitting jump pads with your car and yeah. bouncing through the air. That's pretty cool. Like you don't see that shit in Gran Turismo. No, God. Ever. No. You know, it's... it's not going to happen. Super cool. So that's coming out, um, what do we say? November. Yeah, 9th of November. So that's yeah. going to be a big one for the tail end of this year. Now, that's it for the Xboxes one. Xbox, I think, definitely dominated. Yeah. They probably knew they needed to bring the thunder this time Mate, they've just spent the last three years buying everything yeah so it's and just about like, time. it's coming it's coming yeah. this is the year and this is actually and, the and year. just just as a sneak hint to everybody this actually made matt turn his fucking xbox on again yeah so How's that i went like, on that's huge well there's something you can do fucking on the xbox. groundbreaking there's something you can do on the xbox series x that you can't do on the ps5 and that is select and collect dust yeah <laughs> no i had a look at my ps5 the other day and it's coated <laughs> <For dust. laughs> yeah so um no xbox series x you can go in and select pre-install so you can go in now and select pre-install for forza wow and all these other games it doesn't pre-install them but it like will it's ready it's yeah. it's as soon as it's available it'll yeah. download it ps5 doesn't have that and i'm just like that's, that's amazing cool. yeah you know if you could preload something mm. say ratchet and clank you know and, i would but the thing is that they're all free on game pass yeah so it's a game exactly. pass thing to just be able to go you know you will have this game yeah and game pass is still absolutely the best deal yeah you know and they just proved it 27 of the 30 games they showed 
and we've just covered the big ones there's so much more and you know super impressive but then the last couple of things we got to talk about Guardians of the Galaxy yeah so Square Enix well this is a surprise one I did Mm. not see this coming yeah so they've just released Marvel Avengers late last year yep to pretty mixed reviews they're definitely standing by that they've got the Wakanda Battle for Wakanda Black Panther expansion coming free to Marvel's Avengers so congrats if you're into that yep but they revealed that Eidos Montreal has been working on a Guardians of the Galaxy game, mm. which is not a multiplayer game or a addition yeah, to Marvel's Avengers. Yeah, you play as Star Lord. Yeah, you play as Star Lord. Yeah. So, um, yeah, they did the trailer, and then they had like a decent length gameplay mm-hmm. bit of gameplay footage as well. Yeah, and the banter between all the characters is there, and you can make decisions. It's it kind of seems a little bit outdated some of the gameplay mechanics. Yeah, but. Um, yeah, it looks like they've captured it Guardians of the Galaxy. It looks pretty amazing. Yeah. It, it really did. Like, yeah. you know, you're flying, you're doing... There's a whole lot of shit going up on the screen. Yeah, yeah. Um, it looks very busy. Yeah. And there's some incredible foes that you encounter. Yeah. So, you know, lots of yeah. different stuff. So, But the thing that's surprising about that is that it's coming out on the 26th of October. That's four months away. And this is the first we've heard of it. You know... Bethesda are like Starfield two years ago they revealed it and all it was was the name Mm -hmm. now we're still 17 months away and they're like cinematic trailer (laughs) and you know in 12 months time we'll hopefully see some gameplay who the fuck knows just in time for them to delay it for six months most probably but um, yeah Guardians of the Galaxy coming out in October in a mere four months that's something to be excited about and then the last thing which I don't know how interesting this is to you uh, the Life is Strange Remastered Collection. Yeah. So, Life is Strange is a pretty well... like It's, a, yeah. it's critically popular. Yeah. Like, it's a successful franchise. Mm. I like the idea of this because it's a collection of them put in one. Yeah. Uh, but it was funny watching it because Life is Strange is one of their, like, pillars yeah. now, I think. And they've got True Colors, which is the next one. Life is Strange True Colors coming out September 10th. And the remastered collection is coming out on the thirtieth of September. Hmm. Um, if you Which buy is the strange, like well, why not do it the other way around? If you buy the ultimate edition of True Colors, it comes with True Colors remastered collection soundtrack and some like limited little movie thing set in the world. Hmm. So I'm, int- I know that because I'm interested in playing it because it's been so popular. Yeah. But one of the things that was funny about it was, you know, I mentioned the remaster of Diablo 2 had the cut from the old graphics to the new graphics. Yeah, yeah. And it's a vast difference. Even Mass Effect, it's a noticeable difference, mm-hmm. even though you still look at the new one and you're like, still pretty shit. Yeah. Life is Strange, the remaster is like, <laughs> it just changes the lighting slightly. <laughs> and they're like, whoa, look at how much it's changed. <laughs> You should have a look at it. It's like laughable. Yeah. I'm like, wow, that's a great, good job, guys. You know, you turn the light chuck on. Chuck a hundred dollar price tag on it. You've yeah. fucking done it. <laughs> so, yeah, weird. But anyway, so I mean, there's so much more. Oh yeah, there really is. And 
to be honest, if you have the time, sit down on YouTube and just watch the videos because yeah. there is a lot of shit on there. I should probably do it myself. Yeah. Well, IGN have their Xbox in Xbox showcase in seven minutes yep. that fast tracks through it. Yep. So you can get a glance at everything and, and if anything jumps out, you can go and look it up. Yeah, for sure. They've got Square yeah. Enix in four minutes, which is probably how long that fucking show should have gone for. <laughs> probably don't. It's It had a lot of mobile stuff that we haven't talked about. Yeah. But they didn't show Final Fantasy 16, which mm-hmm. is disappointing. Yeah. Um, from Xbox, you know, I would have liked to have seen more of Starfield. Mm-hmm. And I'd like to see more of Avowed, which is the new game coming from Obsidian, but that's probably still a few years away. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's still... But they're, they... Uh, Phil Spencer, again, came out and said one of their goals is to have a first-party game, AAA first-party game coming at Game Pass at launch... Uh, once every quarter that's which cool. at the height of the ps4 with god of war and all that that's what they were doing yep. a first party game killing it yeah. once a quarter mm-hmm. they've sort of dropped off a bit with covid and stuff like that yeah, playstation but has. that's what xbox are aiming for and they bought 23 they have 23 studios now mm. so surely they can release one game every three months yeah exactly you know even they if it's if it's for to. a year then mm. you have six years worth of studios releasing exactly. one game a quarter that's right like the, you can have a six year development time so and look if you are into buying any games at the moment that you have you know in your back catalogue that you want to go and have a look at mm-hmm. um, there's some massive sales on the moment uh, uh, Big Big W has them um, Amazon's has got them yeah. $10 for all the PS Hits games mm. um, there's a lot yeah, of Nintendo the games play. I think that's only for another week. So we better get this episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, if you if you want to go and grab some of the, the greatest fucking games that have ever come out on PlayStation, yeah. go have a look because, you know, yes, there are some fucking awesome games. There's some really good ones. Yeah, and they're 10 bucks, like yeah. shit. Yeah. I'm interested to see when Sony are going to do their next state of play with a big number of announcements yeah. mm-hmm. surely it can't be that far away no I can imagine um, yeah. they've obviously decided not to do it around this yeah, busy time yeah but yeah. the the opposite side of that is that Xbox totally have the floor yeah they you know, do this at the was moment a pretty quiet year in terms yeah. of E3 even mm-hmm. though Capcom did their own thing yeah Bandai did their own thing Devolver mm-hmm. Digital all these there was more probably more showcases than ever before yeah, but they're all on the smaller end. Yeah, and in terms of the really big blow off your fucking head excitement mm. stuff, Xbox is definitely the pinnacle. Yeah, and it's just the proof. It's sort of like just that bit right before Xbox are like we're here now. Yeah, you know, after a full generation of sucking ass, mm-hmm. they're just about there. You and know. that's great to see. So it is. It's really good. Yeah. And I'm excited to see what they've got coming up. Yeah. You know, I was using my Xbox the other day and I was just like, I fucking hate this controller. Yeah. Because the dual sense is so well built. Yeah. And then is. I go to the Xbox yeah. controller and it just feels like a cheap Flimsy. piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. So maybe yeah. I should buy an Elite controller or something. Probably worth that it. would probably yeah. put that aside, you know, because that's my thing. I'll sit down and look through all the Game Pass games and as I'm clicking through them with the cheapo fucking analog stick, it's like tick. the noise and the UI is so fucking garbage it's so hard to find I'm like where the fuck settings and it's like the third icon in the middle of the screen for no fucking reason I'm like 
what is this? <laughs> but if I used my Xbox all the time, I'd be like, oh yeah, settings, it's right yeah, there. Exactly. But I'm just like, it's so Fucking unintuitive. Angry PlayStation boy over it's here. It's so unintuitive. <laughs> I just want to play Xbox, but you're yeah. making it so fucking hard. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, you're giving me games and I still don't want to fucking play exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. So anyway, we'll we're going to wrap this episode <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah. well, what do you reckon? Yours, your biggest one's Forza. Forza for sure. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Like yeah. it was way in front of everything else that they yeah. showed. And it was legitimate, like in-game footage. Yeah. So to me, a hundred percent, that was the greatest thing that they've showed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was disappointed with what or we didn't see. Too, but <laughs> we I was disappointed what, with what we didn't see. Like we didn't see, you know, we did our E3 predictions yeah. and we didn't see any of the shit that we talked about. Beyond Good and Evil, no yeah. new skate. None of that shit was anywhere mm. to be seen. Yeah. Um, my biggest Beyond one, Good and Evil's gone. Like my, in yeah. my mind, like there's been nothing about yeah. it for years. Which is super disappointing. Yeah. But yeah, for me, probably Forza Horizon 5 and... Um. Yeah, I mean, I, there was an overall sense of excitement. Yeah. But nothing really jumped out at me. Stalker Two, I'm, I'm like, it grabs me, but I know that I probably won't play that game. Yeah. You know, and you know, in terms of Ubisoft games, Riders Republic, maybe. Yeah. But realistically, Starfield is probably the one. Even though I'm like, <laughs> fuck off, seventeen months, it's too long. Exactly. Did we learn from Watch Dogs? No. Nah. So, of course not. I'll just go back home and turn on my fucking 15 year old bloody <laughs> Mass Effect game. Yeah, exactly. And go and hate that. Yeah. yeah. C- cuddle into my butt groove in the couch. <laughs> so, anyway, if you want to send us your highlights <laughs> of the E3 extravaganza, uh, you can email us at podcast at dropbeargaming.com or smash us on any of the socials. Yeah, um, hit us up on. Yeah, make sure you hit that subscribe button. No, don't even bother. Yeah. Like, it's dicky. It like really and share. Is. Yeah, just send us money. Like, <laughs> seriously, we'll go away if you send us money. I set up a Patreon <laughs> thing just to, like, lock it in. Yeah. And then, like, two months later, they're like, your thing has been disabled oh. from lack of use. Bugger. <laughs> oh, the other thing that we should probably mention as well is there's been some movement on the GeForce uh, thing in Australia. Um GeForce Now. Yeah, so we're looking at potentially September now. They're going to be doing a beta. So you can get on now. You can go onto the GeForce Now website. Yeah, and um, sign up. And sign up, and you can do some bullshit and see if you're actually eligible. Yeah, like, so that's cloud gaming. Yeah, and yeah. and it's going to be fucking massive. Like, yeah. they're actually putting a hell of a lot of money into this. So, yeah. you know, worth a go. It'll be that and Xbox's cloud stuff that are going to be probably the pinnacle like yeah. stadia seems to be going nowhere in australia at least yeah even in america it seems like it's is it going luna nowhere. is none nothing talked about in australia yeah. yet well, so. i think we're a bit ahead of ourselves on luna yeah which is the amazon one yeah so we'll but, see yeah. what happens um, but, so that's there. but yeah and like a lot of the games that i talked about that we talked about there are betas signups specifically with ubisoft stuff like rainbow six yeah. um mario plus rabbits you can mm-hmm. sign up for a beta for that rocksmith yeah. Uh, Halo has a Halo Insiders thing that you can sign up to potentially get access to a beta yeah. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, Battlefield 2042 is going to have a beta. But we'll presumably, we'll hear more about that in July. So there's fucking, like, go and investigate yeah. if you're keen. And go and Put tell Skyrim down. that your greatest memory of them was when you fucking totally decided it was dead <laughs> and you didn't want to play it anymore. <laughs> My best memory was when I'd played 15 hours 
and then it said corrupted save. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's taken what me a... 20 years of uh, you're sitting on a couch paying I'll never someone forget that beautiful $300 moment. an hour to get me out of that hole. Yeah. Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We really appreciate it. We hope you've uh, got something out of this and you go and check out some of these reviews, like some of these uh, trailers and shit. Yeah. Um, give it a crack. Anyway, thanks very much. We will talk to you again soon. See ya. Bye.